for inviting us. We've been to Yosemite many times uh, as uh, family members, never to the conference, however, so uh, it'll be a lot of fun to be together with you uh, studying the Word of God together. I'll be opening the book of First John. It's a short book. You could probably read it in 40 minutes. It's a simple book. Uh, brand new Greek students uh, practice uh, their newly learned skills uh, translating uh, First John. It seems uh, shockingly clear and simple. Uh, very few vocabulary words, uh, not uh, difficult expressions. It's kind of like uh, the game of chess. You can learn how to play the game, uh, how to move the pieces uh, as a 10-year-old, uh, but you will not exhaust the complexities either of the game of chess uh, or of the book of First John. It's amazingly uh, profound. It's notoriously difficult to outline. Uh, it seems like uh, John is not sure where he's going to go. It seems like he might go all the way around uh, three, if, if sometimes four times in the book around the same themes. Uh, but it's interesting how in his desire for us to have fellowship with God uh, that he expresses very clearly who God is. Uh, perhaps uh, two of the expressions of that that are most familiar to us are, are the very clear statements, God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Or the expression, uh, God is love. I think there's actually more expressions of what God is like in this book uh, than just those two. And I'll seek to draw out six of these uh, throughout the book as we go through it verse by verse. And you'd come to understand that in his desire for us to join him in intimate fellowship with the Father, it's absolutely essential that we understand who the Father is and the repercussions of who he is in our lives as a result of those things. So, for example, in chapter 1, verse 5, he says straight out, God is light, but the repercussion is, if he is light, then we must walk in the light as he is in the light, and if we walk in darkness, we are not going to have fellowship with him. And he goes on for two chapters talking about how his readers are not taking sin seriously enough. In fact, uh, some of their teachers had been confusing them regarding this concept of God being light without any darkness at all. Uh, and he says, unfortunately, some of you don't think that you're sinning or even have a sin problem. You don't even confess your sins. You don't even love your brothers. These are horrible things, and you think you know and love God? No, I'm sorry. Secondly, he says, chapter 3, verse 1, God is our Father. And he says, as children of God, then, uh, we should practice righteousness because he has placed his seed in us. And if we are truly like him, as his children, we will be like him. Thirdly, chapter 4, verse 2, God is incarnate in the sense that Jesus, his son, has come in the flesh. And he says it's absolutely essential that we come to understand what the incarnation means and what its implications are. Fourthly, God is love, chapter 4, verse 8. The implication is that we must love one another. At least we ought to love our brothers. 
Fifthly, he teaches us God is life, chapter 5, verse 11. And he says this life is in his Son. And if we do not have his Son, we do not have life. And he says, unfortunately, there are imposter descriptions of who Jesus is, such as mixed up ideas about the incarnation, for example, which will say then we do not have his son because we have some other imposter son. And hence, we do not have the life and then we would not have fellowship with him. And then finally, sixthly, God is truth. Chapter five, verse 20. And the ultimate question he ends with is, do I know the true God, the actual God who is our father and who's made us? So I hope we will enjoy together uh, studying First John. Now let's close tonight in prayer. Father, we thank you so much for bringing us here safely. Thank you for giving us the opportunity uh, to worship you and the work of your son on the cross here in the open air uh, in this national park, uh, in the sight and sound of uh, campers all around us. Uh, we pray that we'd be able to, as uh, believers in Jesus Christ, uh, befriend some of those around us and open up their understanding as to what the gospel is, invite them to Tuesday night or Thursday night, and that we could see people come to a saving knowledge of you as a result of our presence here. Father, we also ask uh, that you'd help us to balance well uh, the desire to enjoy these beautiful surroundings that you have created and to spend quality time together in studying your word. May uh, we enjoy our time together and may we find ourselves blessed uh, for finding ourselves learning more about you. Help us, therefore, Father. We ask for safety, and we commit this week into your care. In Jesus' name, amen.